Warning, although this podcast revolves around Disney, Disney movies, and Disney-related themes, we have a tendency to use mature language, which is not suitable for all ages. Discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, Ocho and Ortiz are back in your life. And what are we discussing on this episode? Well, it's another Disney animated classic from the Renaissance era period. So without further ado, let's get this stuff started. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Ocho and Ortiz Disney podcast is back in your life. And unfortunately, this week, there will be no video edition of the Ocho and Ortiz wrestling podcast. So it's it's the Disney podcast, Dave. Sorry. Yes, there will be no video podcast for the Ocho and Ortiz Disney podcast this week. So the thing is, my bank account was hacked a couple weeks ago. I got everything situated and fixed now, but I forgot to update the payment for the, for the broadcasting site that I use to record the videos on. So because of, because of that, and I didn't realize it until I just tried to log on before we started recording. So I don't have access to recording this podcast tonight. I could have just done the record off of off of Skype, but I don't like how Skype does the split screen. I I really hated that the first couple of episodes where we tried to do a video podcast. So for this week only, there will be no video podcast. It's an audio edition only. And then we'll be back to audio and video in two weeks for our next episode. Having said that, I would like to quickly say thank you to everybody that's been listening to our shows and downloading everything. We're already at, I I mean, when we recorded the Hercules podcast, I didn't know that we were getting close to 200 downloads on Podbean after just 10 episodes. And with Hercules releasing earlier today, we're currently at 234 downloads on Podbean as of this recording on on July 26th. So thank you for everybody that's that's downloaded and listened to us. That's just the Podbean and I think Spotify download count because Spotify and, and Podbean are sort of partnered up. It doesn't include everybody that listens on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and all other podcast platforms that we're available on. But thank you guys to for listening, for making this a success. And just, you know, continue listening. We are available on, as we've already mentioned, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and our main source of uploading is Podbean, Ocho and Ortiz, DisneyPod.Podbean.com. You can follow us on social media, Facebook.com slash Ocho and Ortiz, DisneyPod, on Instagram, at Ocho and Ortiz, DisneyPod, on Twitter, at Ocho Ortiz, Disney. We're also on TikTok, although I don't post a lot of videos. I just tend to post clips from the show, and I can't even remember what our handle is on TikTok. But you can find us on TikTok as well if you're on TikTok and you want to hear some some clips from the show to find out what we're all about. We also now do have a Patreon page. It's not up and running as of this recording, but by the time this episode launches, it will be up and running. So you can go to patreon.com slash Ocho and Ortiz Disney Pod. We've got $1, $3, $5, $10, and $20 tiers. Basically, anyone that pledges $1 or more, you get free access, uh, free, you get early access to all of the episodes. $3 or more, you get early access to all the episodes, plus you get entered into monthly draws. We're going to start having monthly draws and doing giveaways and stuff. $5, you're going to get shout-outs on the show. $10, you're going to get a producer credit. $20, you're going to get executive producer credit. So go to patreon.com slash Ocho and Ortiz Disney Pod. Find out all the tiers and more info there. Like I said, it's not launched as of this recording, but by the time this is uploaded and ready for you to listen to, it will be launched. Now, having said that, Josh. What's going on? How's it going? Oh, it's it's a going, you know. 
It's a going. It's a going. We're here. We're talking Disney. I need to have some kind of Disney in my life because, you know, uh, we missed our we missed our vacation. And I and it's looking like I'm going to miss the next one. Yeah. Well, if Florida had of quarantine from the beginning, like they should have. But I mean, that's a whole different fucking issue to anyone in Florida. We have nothing against you. Just, you know, please fucking quarantine so the coronavirus can stop spreading and Josh and I can go on vacation and visit your wonderful state and the amazing theme parks of Disney World. Exactly. So, I mean, looking at this, I might go see Tokyo Disney just because I want my Disney fix. Yeah, we'll go. It might be it might be like December, January, but Tokyo Disney might be it. (laughs) (laughs) Tokyo Disney might have to like happen. Like, I mean, I I think we talked about it before, how uh, we were going to try and plan like a a Tokyo trip in like 2022 or something like that. And then, hey, it might it might happen. Might we'll might see. happen earlier than that. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Before we do get into today's episode, I just do want to give a quick shout out. So, for those of you who may be unaware, Buddy Josh is doing a secondary podcast with his buddy Naz and a couple of other guys called Brews with the Crew. So. If you're interested in all sorts of different topics, because you guys cover a bunch of different topics, just search for Brews with the Crew on Podbean. They also have a Facebook page and, and a Twitter page. Do you know the handles for that, Josh? It all should, everything should be Brews with the Crew. Like our website is brewswiththecrew.com. Again, we're on Podbean. Facebook, just search in Brews with the Crew. I think it's Instagram is Brews with the Crew podcast. Because somebody already had bruised with the crew, and if I'm correct, our Twitter is bruised with the crew, just no H on in the with. And uh, and as of this recording, you guys had just released episode five earlier today. Yeah, uh, yeah, episode five released uh, last night. Everything, every episode, every week, every Saturday, eight p.m. There's a new episode that's released, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's me, my buddy Naz, and my other and our other friend Arvin. We just Honestly, like we needed something to do because we used to go out every time, every week, and now we just decided, hey, you know what? Let's just kind of shoot the shit. We'll talk some a whole bunch of different topics, and then we have like our our weekly things that we do. We have a new beer review every week, uh, a movie game, and then our yikes segment of the week. It, and it's 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 a lot of fun. Check so, it out. So sort of like how this podcast started. You and I used to do wrestle a wrestling podcast. We used to go to wrestling shows, and then everything sort of stopped. But uh, yeah. We both we both like Disney, so I decided we'd start this podcast. But yeah, so go check out Bruise with the Crew. Help support Josh on on his other on his other show, and like I said, help support this this show as well. Now, having said that, like I said off of the bat, we are covering another Disney animated classic, another film that came out around the time of the Disney animation Renaissance period. We are going to be covering one of my favorite films as a child. Oliver and Company. Josh, this was your yeah. first time watch, I believe. What were your expectations going in? No, no, no. I, I, I have seen it. it just, it's, it's been a it's while. It's been a long Fair. time. Yeah, it's probably been Fair. like 20, 20 years or so since I've watched Oliver and Company. But it's a little bit different than I remember. But I like the, the, the one about the first song, but the second song with, with Dodger, I was like, okay, now I remember this. Yeah, and it's a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's only about an, it's, an hour and ten minutes or something, right? Yeah, it's a, it was a lot shorter than I remembered. Like I said, I, it was one of my favorite movies as a kid. But yeah, it's been a while since I've watched it as well, just because it became really hard to find. Even on an initial release, like this movie came out in 1988, and it wasn't made available on home video until 1996. Like it, yeah, after the second release. Yeah, after the second theatrical release. So. It was it it was really hard to find this movie growing up and then they released the 25th anniversary Blu-ray edition a couple of years ago. I think that was oh, that would have been 2013. 2013. So and I think that was the last time I saw it cuz I picked up uh, I I bought the Blu-ray and I have no idea where that is at this point, but I remember buying the Blu-ray watching it at the time back in 2013. So it's been about another seven years since since I've last seen this movie. But as you said, it's it's a short movie. It's only an hour and 14 minutes long. 
take away the credits. It's probably an hour and 10 minutes, like you said. Yeah. So it's a, definitely a lot shorter than I remembered it being. But yeah, definitely. I was no. gonna say definitely a lot shorter than most of Disney movies. Yes. Like this one too. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the eighties, a lot. I mean, these days movies are are really long, anyways. Mm. But mm. I mean, back then, a lot of movies weren't that long. But you know, your average running time was anywhere from eighty to ninety-five minutes. So this one coming in at about seventy to seventy-four minutes, when you consider the the credits, like yeah, it's a short movie. Yeah, that's what I said. When I sat down to watch it, I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> this is going to be an easy day for me. <laughs> and I didn't take any notes, so I may skip over something. So, Josh, feel free to, to add some stuff if you feel like I've missed anything. But let's get right into it. Like, right off the bat, you mentioned that you didn't remember the second episode. or Sorry, not the second episode. The second, you remembered the second song from yeah. the movie but you didn't you didn't remember the first song but the, the, go on but there is there is something special about that first song the opening yeah. credit song yep from exactly what it is from oliver and company and that is that fuck i'm trying to think of what the name of the song once upon a time in new york city is the name of the song yeah. and this is the first song that howard ashman ever wrote for a disney film yeah, exactly. And did they mention that in Waking Sleeping Beauty? They may have. Cause I don't remember them mentioning that. Uh, Cause when I saw that, I, I, cause I, you know, I did a little research on the movie as well after watching it. But I got, I might have to go back and rewatch Waking Sleeping Beauty again. But I don't remember that. I remember Little Mermaid. Yeah, being like the first thing. Cause I, I remember, I remember the first thing that they mentioned about him on waking sleeping beauty was little mermaid but yeah and little mermaid came out a year after this now to be to be fair little mermaid was the first film where he wrote all of the songs whereas whereas oliver and company he just wrote the the opening song and and little mermaid was also the first time that he worked with alan menken with disney where they worked together at disney they'd worked together in the past but yeah. this Little Mermaid was the first Disney film that they worked on together. And yeah. it, it, Huey Lewis sang the opening song. And it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful song. But yeah, I think everybody remembers that the, the second song from that movie better than they do the rest of the, the music and, and songs. But yeah, no, this was this is a this is a Howard Ashman classic. Huey Lewis did a great job with the with the vocals on it. And it's set to an opening montage where you see a box of kittens on the streets of New York and they're for sale. And I think the original asking price is like five or ten dollars. So you see it there and there's about five or six kittens in the box and you see people coming and buying the kittens and every and everything. And then there's just this one little orange kitten who later is going to be named Oliver. But this just this one little orange runt of the litter kittens that nobody wants to buy. And you just see the montage of every other cat being bought. And, you know, you see the price on the on the sign start to drop. So it goes from like ten dollars or five dollars or whatever to like two dollars to one dollar. And then eventually it just says kitten for free and people still don't want it. Which I mean, right there is unbelievable. Is unbelievable because Oliver is a fucking cute kitten, and I would have fucking bought him for five or ten bucks. <laughs> but anyways, Oliver, Oliver finally realizes that like nobody is coming for him, so he sort of leaves the box and he starts trying to wander off on his own on the streets of New York. And then he tr- he's trying to get food, and he sees this this street vendor selling hot dogs, and he unsuccessfully tries to take some hot dogs from the street vendor and watching on from from a distance is this sort of scruffy abandoned dog named Dodger and Dodger sees Oliver and he approaches him and he basically tells him you know if you want to get food we got to work together I'll show you how it's done but you got to work with me so they work together to steal a bunch of hot dogs from the hot dog vendor. And then Dodger basically like tries to take off without giving Oliver a- anything. 
And Oliver's basically like, hey, I helped you get those. And, you know, Dodger's like, well, you know, you got to have street smarts, kids. And this is your this is your first lesson. Don't trust anybody. And so Dodger starts to take off and he's jumping on cars and trucks and trying to get away from from Oliver with all of the hot dogs. And this is where the song Why Should I Worry comes in, which is one of my favorite Billy Joel songs, which wasn't really written by Billy Joel. He just performed it, which is why for anybody wondering out there why it's not on any Billy Joel best of records, it's because he doesn't own the rights to it. It wasn't written by him. He just performed it for the for the movie. But it's a really, really good song. And you get that again. You get another montage this time. It's it's Oliver chasing down Dodger as he tries to get away with the hot dogs. And eventually Dodger makes it to what's his home, which he's living basically with a bunch of other abandoned dogs. And we find out later a a human being who's kind of down on his luck and, you know, tries to tries to get his dogs to steal things to help him make ends meet. But we'll find that we find that out a few scenes later. But right now we get Dodger coming home to to the dog to the rest of the dogs. So there's like Tito voiced by Cheech Moran. There's Einstein voiced by Richard Mulligan. Francis, voiced by Roscoe Lee Black, Rita, voiced by Cheryl Lee Ralph, and so Dodger Dodger gives them the hot dogs, and they also gather around to see what everybody else managed to get on the streets of New York that day, because, like I said, they try to get stuff to help their owner, is it Figgins? Finnegan? Figgins? Fagan. Fagan. And, and Voiced by Dom DeLuise, and so... Basically, the rest of them really didn't get much of anything. But Dodger managed to get hot dogs, which was able, which helped feed all of the all of the dogs. And then he goes into the story about how he fought off a cat, a ferocious cat, to to get the hot dogs. So Do- Dodger, we 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 come to learn, is a bit of a storyteller. He sort of embellishes the story to make it sound like it was more of an adventure than it was. But unbeknownst to Dodger, Oliver had followed him all the way back to, I don't want to say house, because they're sort of on like an abandoned ship, right? Yeah. So Oliver follows them onto the abandoned ship, and then Oliver falls down from like the beams or the rafters that he was kind of hiding on, and the other dogs are wondering like who it is, and then that's when we find out that that's Oliver who is, who is helping Dodger get the hot dogs and stuff. And then that's when Fagin enters the scene and finds out what the dogs ha- had gotten for him. Because Fagin o- owes money to this guy named Sykes. So that's when when Fagin entered the the scene. And so he finds out what the what the dogs got for him. As I was saying, he owes money to this to this guy named Sykes. And Sykes pulls up to collect on Fagin's debt. And so as Sykes is talking to to Fagin, we get his Rottweilers, Roscoe and DeSoto, come in and try to sort of intimidate and, and threaten Fagin's dogs. And as they're trying to intimidate all of them, that's when they see Oliver... And I think it's Roscoe goes up to Oliver and tries to intimidate Oliver and Oliver sort of swats him and and scratches him on the nose, which pisses off Roscoe. And then and then they're they're about to they're basically about to murder Oliver. But then Dodger steps in, the rest of the dogs step in to try to protect him. And Sykes finishes up with with Fagin. And then Sykes calls for the dogs to to come back to him. But basically, you know, Roscoe and DeSoto threaten to get their revenge eventually on on Oliver. And basically the outcome of Sykes and Fagin is that Sykes gave Fagin like a three-day extension to get him the money that he owed him. Otherwise, basically, he threatened to like kill him. Yeah. Can I just say how awesome Toto is? (laughs) This little Chihuahua is like oh he Tito wants, he wants oh yeah Tito what did I say oh I said Toto 
Tito just wants to keep, just wants to fight both the Doberman by himself. Yeah, and he's like, uh, on, man. and as you said, he's just like a little Chihuahua. And as soon as I heard it, I'm like, oh my god, is this Cheech Marin? Yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> Anything with Cheech is fucking amazing. Like, I, I, I love him so much. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's great. But so Fagin has three days to come up with the money for for Sykes. And so he adopts Oliver into the crew with the dogs. And then we get a scene of Fagin telling the dogs and Oliver sort of a bedtime story. And they all sort of fall asleep. And then that brings us back to the next day. And Fagin Fagin takes them out again on the streets of New York. And they try to formulate a plan, and they eventually see a, a, a limousine, and they come up with this plan where Francis is going to get hit by by the limousine, and they're going to try to use that to sort of get like like an insurance money scam sort of deal, right? Yeah. And so Francis Francis gets uh, gets hit by the limousine. And the limousine driver comes out to to check on Francis, and obviously there's like a huge huge crowd that gathers round. And meanwhile, Oliver and Tito are in in the limousine, and Tito is trying to hotwire the limousine. <laughs> <laughs> but Oliver Oliver's basically distracting him, and <laughs> Tito Tito while he's hotwiring it just gets completely electrocuted. <laughs> Not the last time we'll see that either. No, no, but he gets completely electrocuted and like shot out of the car, and that's when the limousine driver sort of realizes that there's that there's something going on, and he gets back in the car and takes off. Now the limousine driver is also babysitting this little girl, and I get he's basically the limousine driver slash butler slash nanny for a rich family and the little girl's mom and dad is are are out of town i can't remember if it's mentioned where they are or not but basically they're out of town they've been out of town for a while and they get a call that or he gets a call saying that they're going to be out of town a little while longer that they're not going to be back home when when they were expecting to be back home so we drive he drives the the little girl home but in the meantime, you know, Oliver is still in the limousine and the the girl has discovered Oliver. And so she she wants to keep Oliver and Jenny. Jenny is the name of the girl. So Jenny wants to keep Oliver and the the butler slash limousine driver slash caretaker dude. I think I think that's Winston, right? Winston was his yes, name? Yes, it's, it's Winston. Yeah, so Winston... Winston is reluctant, but he sees Jenny really wants it, so Jenny come, he brings Jenny in, and that's when we find out that Jenny's parents already own like a prize a prize winning dog named Georgette, and Georgette does not like having attention shared with anybody else. It's Georgette's world, and everyone else is just living in it. In in, in her mind, Georgette, voiced by Bette Midler. And so Winston points out the fact that Georgette's not going to be happy. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, feel free. Feel free to comment. I need a drink no. of water. So feel free to take over for a couple of segments. Yeah, no. Um, Winston says Georgette is not going to be happy about this. And then we get a little scene of Georgette up in her room. You know, you can tell she's the like the prize dog, the the. The prissy dog, if you will, yes. right? Yeah. And, you know, she comes downstairs. <laughs> I love this part because she comes downstairs, sees the cat or sees Oliver and it's like, what is going on here? And she starts barking. She uh, Like, you know, for the movie, she goes, Winston, bark, 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 Winston, bark, bark, bark. <laughs> and that's literally it, it, it's Bette Midler actually saying Winston, bark, bark, bark. Yeah. <laughs> and not getting like a like a like a wolf or an actual like dog type bark. It's just actually Bette Midler saying bark, bark, bark. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny to me. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Winston doesn't come. So she's like, I'll handle this myself. Goes to Oliver. Do you know whose bull that is? And he's, he's like, yours? And she's like, yep. 
Yeah, because Jenny had given Jenny had given Oliver some some food, but you yeah. put it in Georgette's bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, he's like, "Do you know whose bowl you're eating from?" And he's like, "Yours." He's like, "Very good." And do you know whose house this is? And he's like, "Jenny's." And she's <laughs> like, "No, everything here is mine." And starts freaking out, and it's just <laughs> Bette Miller was awesome in this movie. <laughs> And before before she does go downstairs and, and discovers Oliver, there, uh, like you said, when she wakes up, there's a scene of her like just sort of pampering herself and, and getting herself together. And we basically see a picture of, I guess it's all these all these dogs that she's sort of slept with and been breeded with because she's a prize winning breeding dog, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. am- amongst the bi- pictures, little Easter egg, amongst the pictures hidden in the background is actually Radigan from The Great Mouse Detective. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch that. But I mean, like, to be fair, I can't remember the last time I saw a Great Mouse Detective either. <laughs> so, yeah, so just that's just a little hidden Easter egg. But yeah, so so Georgia tr- is trying to come up with a plan to get rid of Oliver because she doesn't want him there. And the the crew of dogs are trying to come up with a plan to rescue Oliver because they think he's going to be mistreated there and they want they consider him part of their pack now. And Jenny just wants to keep Oliver. And we sort of get a couple of scenes of her taking care of Oliver. We see her going shopping and, and getting him a collar. I think there's even a scene of them playing together in Central Park. Meanwhile, the dogs are, are still trying to, to get him back, and eventually they manage to create a distraction inside the house, and then Dodger sneaks into the room where Oliver is sleeping on Jenny's bed, and they basically grab Oliver and take off back to the back to Fagin's abandoned ship. Yeah. Oh, I think did you skip over the part where um the whole, where, where you see them playing around, it's kind of like a montage because Jenny was playing, like, the piano and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't get the piano in there, but yeah, that, that was part of the montage as well. Where yeah, because it was, it was part of the montage of the piano and another song there from Jenny. Yeah, yeah. And then it, basically that whole montage was just showing Jenny starting to love Oliver more and more and Oliver getting settled in with a new home with an owner that finally wanted him after being abandoned in that box at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. But anyways, they get back to the they get back to the 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 boat and Oliver basically asks Dodger, like, what what did you guys do? Like, why why did you why did you take me away? And, you know, he's like, Well, we rescued you, kid, because you're a part of the you're a part of the pack. And that's when Oliver was like, I I, I didn't want rescuing that I had a home. I had somebody that loved me. And that's basically when Dodger turns his back on, on Oliver. And he's like, okay, you don't want to, you don't want to be part of our group. Fine. You, you can, you can go then. And, you know, all, Oliver obviously loves Jenny, but he all, he obviously loves Dodger and the rest of the pack too. So you can sort of see Oliver being heartbroken and, and sort of torn that he has to make this choice. And I, I didn't mention it before, but I should mention it. Oliver is voiced by Joey Lawrence. Whoa! And um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw that. I'm like, man, this voice sounds very familiar, right? And when again, when I started doing some research for that, I was like, oh shit, Joey Lawrence. All right, cool. And like, whoa! I never. Yeah, I can never remember which brother is which at, at for a while, right? And then I'm like, oh shit, this is the. The oldest one. I forgot that Joey's the oldest one. I'm like, oh fuck! All right, cool. Because I, I I loved that show. What was the show? Awesome. Was it like? No, 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 no. The show with him and Matt uh, with with the, with the brothers. Oh, with the brothers Brother, together. Brotherly fuck. love. I think so. I can't remember the name of it, but I do. I do remember watching that show back yeah, in the day. It was him, Matthew, and I want to say Andy was the other brother's name. I'm... I know Matthew for sure because he was on Boy Meets World. Yes, after like season. four. Four season Something four through like seven, that. I think. Three he was also seven. in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but Joey, Joey Lawrence. When I saw that, I'm like, all right, cool. That's 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 awesome. Like, 
again from you know Blossom, Boy Meets World, uh, not Boy Meets World, the 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 Brotherly Love Show, and then he 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 had a show somewhat recently with Melissa Joan Hart called Melissa and Joey. Yeah, I think that only lasted like two seasons. Was it was it only two seasons? I thought it was like four or five. Maybe I didn't think it went that that long. Uh, I thought it was, it was pretty funny from what I remember watching. I never actually watched it. I wanted to watch it, but I never actually got a chance to chance to see it. We're get, we're getting sidetracked here. <laughs> we are we are we are getting sidetracked. Where was I? Where did I leave off? You were talking. To, oh, um, Dodger turned his back on on Oliver there. Okay. Yeah. 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 So Oliver's basically heartbroken, and you know the three the the end of the three days is coming up quickly, and Fagin, you know. He decides to use Oliver as bait, right? Because Jenny has been putting up all these posters of Oliver around town, right? For the missing cat. And he, he Fagin sees that and he decides to use Oliver as bait to, to try to get a ransom for Jenny. So No, that's no, it, it, he didn't see any papers. It was Fagin saw the the collar. That's what it was. Oh, Fagan, yeah, 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 the collar, yeah. the collar. Fagan, yeah, Fagan saw the collar, and he's like, oh, you, you're all rich now, eh? Okay. And then when, when he said rich, he's like, oh, you have a rich owner. All right. So that's when he wrote the letter and then and, delivered and, it. And, and drew a map, and it was like the, <laughs> the most poorly worded ransom note and most poorly drawn map ever. Yeah, that- that's what happened because he's like, he's like, dear Mister Mister really really rich cat owner, <laughs> and so at this point Jenny didn't even know that Oliver had been taken because her she was looking through the ha- house for Oliver. Yes, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Jet the help out, and then Fagin had had literally as she was searching around the house. Fagin had slipped the note right through the door at that point, and that's when Jenny found the note and. Yeah, 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 that's right. Thank you. Like I said, I hadn't taken any notes on this one. I normally take notes. I didn't take notes on this one. So my mom... <laughs> my- I was going to say, it helps that I just watched it. Yeah, my memory is a little, f- a little fuzzy as to the, the details. So thanks for, for filling it in. Yeah, man, no problem. So anyways, Jenny tries to follow the map. And, or, well, Fagin goes to Sykes first or gets a call from Sykes. And he, he basically tells Sykes his plan and about how he's extorting this cat and holding it for ransom to to get money from from this the rich owner not knowing the owner is a little girl and that her parents are away and are never going to see the note so jenny so sykes likes this plan he get he 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 gives he gives fagin a credit for coming up with a good plan but so jenny comes to the docks where the abandoned ship is that that fagin told her to come to and she's looking around. She's wondering if she's in the right place. And Fagin realizes that it's a little girl that Oliver belongs to. And so, so he sort of starts to get second second thoughts about this because he, he doesn't want to extort a little girl. So he 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 go he comes up to the little girl and he's like, "What's going on?" Pretending like he doesn't know what's happening. And she shows him the note. And he's like, "Oh, that that's." too bad who who would do something like that who would kidnap a poor cat and you know she's all sad and she's like i don't know and then all of a sudden all of a sudden he like presents her with oliver and he's like oh wait is this your cat here and and she's like you found my cat yeah yeah so so what happens is fagin sees her and she's like what are you doing here like you're in you're in the wrong part of town and uh uh, she she shows him the note and Fagin's like, oh, it's 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 your cat. And she's like, yeah. And I brought my piggy bank. And he's like, you actually brought your piggy bank? She's yeah, like, this is all yeah. I have. And that's when he starts thinking, oh my god, I can't do this to this girl. So he starts walking around and he puts Oliver in a box that's there and then says, oh hey, is this is this your cat? But before as they're doing that, you also get a cut scene or like a, a far out shot of Sykes. uh, Sykes's car. Yeah, and Sykes right. is like watching the whole thing from a distance. Exactly. Yeah, because obviously he doesn't trust Fagin. Yeah, with with good reason. So eventually, that's when Fagin decides, or not Fagin. That's when Sykes decides not only to extort Oliver, but to kidnap 
Jenny and extort her parents for ransom by, by holding Jenny captive. And so that's basically sort of like the last straw for Fagin. And Fagin tries to rescue Jenny and Oliver. And of course, the dogs are helping him too. And Jenny's locked in, in this sort of warehouse on the docks. And they come up with a plan where they, they lower the, they're lowering, uh, uh, what is it like a hook to hook onto the chair that she's tied to? Yeah, yeah. So, so Jenny gets taken, and and Sykes says, as 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 Sykes is driving, he's like, consider our debt paid, paid, equal everything, right? And then you cut over to Sykes is talking with Winston, trying to get you know Jenny's dad on the phone about about all this, and that's when all the dogs and Oliver decide, hey, we're gonna go rescue Jenny. Yeah. So they all go, Fagin goes, and even, what's her name, Georgette is with them as well. Yes. And they get inside the building, and Dodger's like, hey, Tito, go up top to the yes. box. And he's like, yes. and he's like, And he's like, no, man, I'm not going up there. I've been electrocuted enough. <laughs> and Georgette's like, Alonzo, yes, I will be waiting here for you. Because just to throw it back, it, it, when they were rescuing, when they were in the house trying to rescue Oliver, Tito was flirting with Georgette the entire time. Yeah, exactly. And Georgette wanted nothing to do with him. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, now that he's 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 there trying to, you know, save her, her owner, she's like, oh, oh, Alonzo, I will be here waiting for you. You're so brave. Something like that. Right. <laughs> and so that's when he's like. All right, man. Hi ho, hi ho. It's off to where we go. I'm like, there's another throwback there. Yeah, there's right? another Disney reference. That was so awesome. So he, so Tito climbs to the top there, and at that point, or at, well, at this point, you know, Jenny has already found out that Oliver and the rest of the crew, the dogs, are there trying to free her. So Tito gets to the top where the electrical box is, and he bites it. Electrocutes himself again, <laughs> but in the process, he lowers the hook, and Dodger applies the hook to, to the to the chair, and all of the dogs now are climbing on top of the chair, and Jenny and Tito again moves the wires again, electrocutes himself again, and it lifts it lifts them up as Sykes and the Dobermans walk in, and. The, no, the Dobermans were already there. They were already trying yes. to get to them. Yeah. And then somebody put a sheet over them. So Sykes came in and takes the sheet off them and says, what is this? Are you, is this nap time? Get to work. They start chasing them. And it's a huge chase scene because they're, they're, not only does this hook go up, but it also moves. Yes. As, as Dodger, not Dodger, Tito is able to like manipulate this thing to go wherever the hell he wants. Yes. And this was awesome. And, you know, I think Sykes does find them again. Right. And but that's when oh God, what the hell Fagin, Fagin drives through the window and tells everybody to get into his on, little on his moped. Yep, on his moped. <laughs> so it, so to me it's not just a moped, it's a moped with a shopping cart connected to the back of it. <laughs> so Fagin drives through the window, is like, Come on, everybody, everybody get on. They all get on. The dogs are chasing them, and as the dogs are chasing them, again Tito's talking like, Yeah, that's right. We got them. Get out of here. And, you know, he, they're driving away. Me meanwhile, guys, Sykes is in like this big limousine type car. Sykes gets in his car, starts chasing them. And the maneuvers that Fagin use are amazing because he, again, is on a moped with a shopping cart. Yeah. And he's able to just as he's driving around, he, he sees how close Sykes is behind him, that he's able to grab like a pole and basically turn the whole moped with all the dogs jenny and himself and and then go downstairs into the subway yes and it's easy because you know that's not a problem for you know them because again they're on a moped but then somehow sykes is able to i was just gonna say some somehow this this giant limousine manages to get down the, 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 the stairs going to the subway and, you know, you and I have been to, to New York. The stairs going yeah. down to the subway, that path is not very wide. No, not at all. Like, like the moped, sure. You, 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 could, you could definitely probably get the moped to go down, right? But the way he did it, too, like when he just kind of grabbed it and, and swung everything around, that was cool. The car would have taken forever to do that. Yeah. But, again, Sykes is right on his tail. They're, all, they're down in the subway. They're going, and one train passes – and then as Fagin was about to go to yeah, the other side. Yeah, because they, ev they eventually, they're on the subway tracks, and they're on, I guess, the Brooklyn Bridge. 
Yeah, but before they even get to that, what was when when they're, they're let's say they're on the platform, the the train goes by on the one side. So Fagan's about to go onto the onto the tracks on the one side, but the train comes, so he switches back to the other side, goes down, and Sykes follows him with his car onto the train tracks. As he gets onto the train tracks, I don't know if you notice this, but the wheels burn off. Yes. The, the, the rubber of the wheels burn off, and yeah. then so now it's just the metal on the metal tracks for the train, yeah. and that's providing electricity to the car. Yeah. And it, again, Fagan is now just is following them. They're driving. And, and during dur- during that chase, like Jenny and, and Oliver, I think, if I'm not mistaken, somehow wind up on Sykes's limousine, and, yes. and Dodger tries to rescue them. He manages to get Jenny back. And then he's fighting Roscoe and DeSoto for Oliver. And they're getting closer and closer to the tracks. And, you know, you see you see the sparks flying off the electrifi- electrified tracks. And you can see Oliver getting closer to the tracks. But then eventually Dodger rescues him and knocks off one of the one of the Rottweilers. I think it was Roscoe he knocked off. And you see electric, you see Roscoe fly off, get electrocuted, and just go tumbling his way towards the other end, of, backwards through the through the tunnel. So Roscoe meets his demise there, and then the chase just continues on through the tunnel, and eventually they get, like I said, they get onto a bridge. I think it's the Brooklyn Bridge, and you know you, you see Dodger, and you see Dodger still trying to save Oliver, and you see another train starting to come. And Fagin control maneuvers the the moped and he goes up onto the rails of the bridge. No, no, it's actually not Fagin. It's Tito. Tito, Yeah. At that, yeah. So at this point, Tito's driving the car. He's like, "All right, man, (laughs) I got the car." And and Georgette's like holding on to him. He's like, "Get off my back, woman! I'm trying to drive here." (laughs) So. So yeah, so just go ahead and go back a little bit. When Dodger does get one of the Dobermans off, Roscoe or whatever, the other one comes and is trying to push Dodger's face onto the ground there. And Oliver's the one who actually jumps on and saves Dodger as well. And how did he get them? Oh, no, no, sorry. Yeah, that that's what happens. But uh, yeah, so as they're going onto the Brooklyn Bridge there, they see another train coming and T- that's where Tito moves them onto like, what what, do you, what would you call it? Like the bridge, the, the not it's not the platform. No, it's like it's like the sort of rail, the the yes. the side rail that that holds the bridge together. Yeah, exactly. So like the rail that goes all the way up. So he gets them to go up there, and Sykes gets run over by a train. Yeah, I have to say this might be, to the best of my knowledge, like the most violent death for a character in in a Disney animated film. Like, he just gets completely fucking destroyed by this train. Like, just completely crushed. Like, I can't think of another Disney film with with a villain meeting his demise, like, that harshly. Yeah, that's what, I, I, like, honestly, when I saw that, I was like, no, he's not actually gonna, oh my god, he just got run over by it. This is a kid's movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What? He what? just got blowed the fuck up. Like, in a lot of Disney movies, you see the villains, like, meet their demise. Like, maybe they fall off of something. Like, I think Great Mouse Detective, the end comes when when Radigan falls off the, the clock of London, if I remember correctly. I was going to say Gaston falls from when he's fighting Beast, right? Yeah, sleeps in Sleeping Beauty, you know, Maleficent dies from, like, falling to the ground. So you see a lot of you see a lot of deaths from people a fa- falling, falling, but like just getting completely crushed and destroyed by by a, 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 <laughs> train. By a train. Like I can't think of anything before that, and I can't think of anything since that that's been as violent of a death for a Disney animated villain. <laughs> yeah, no, I me neither. Like that was like I was like okay. All right, but yeah, so, you know, Fagin gets blown the fuck up, and then Tito reverses the, the moped back slowly down the the bridge there, and Dodger and Oliver are actually not on the moped. I guess they must, they were still in the car. They must have jumped out before. Yeah, they, they, were, they were still trying to, like, fight off the, the, the one surviving Rottweiler, 
which yeah. again I think was DeSoto at that point. Yeah, so they they obviously they did because uh, Dodger comes walking out with Oliver in his mouth and you know passes him to Jenny and Jenny's just. Jenny's almost crying, asking if Oliver's okay, and, you know, Oliver opens, meows, and she's all happy, Oliver's good. And then they, they all go to, to her house to sort of yep. celebrate. Yeah, they're celebrating her birthday, is what they're doing. Yes, yeah, to celebrate her birthday, and basically just their their own survival, I think it's a combination celebration, and mm-hmm. you see Fagin and, and and Winston in the in the kitchen watching like a, a wrestling match. <laughs> watching wrestling. <laughs> so there's a great tie into our wrestling podcast. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they were watching wrestling, and and Winston, who's supposed to be this 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 nice uh, caretaker and everything, he's like slam him down. Yeah, like he's, this he's, he's like this well put together British butler type type character. Yeah, he's screaming at the TV. The phone is ringing. He picks up the phone and he's like, huh? And then he realizes that it's Jenny's dad. He's like, oh, sir. Oh, oh, hi. You're going to be home tomorrow. Oh, okay. Perfect. She'll love that. We'll, okay. We'll see you then. He hangs up again and starts screaming at the TV again. Yeah. Because not, and then you find out that Winston and Fagan have a bet. Yeah. Winston wins. Fagan, and he's like asking Fagan for his money. He's like, oh, yeah, I have it here somewhere. Oh, I guess I forgot. I got to go. Time to go, guys. And so he go. he runs out the door. The dogs all follow. and Except for Tito. <laughs> Except for Tito, yes, because Georgette's like Alonzo, come upstairs. We need to talk. Maybe you, I think you need to have a bath. He's like, what? What are you talking about? A bath, man? What is going on here? So Georgette, <laughs> so Georgette cleans up Tito and like gives him a new outfit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking sailor outfit. <laughs> and so Dodger and Dodger and Oliver outside uh, the front steps talking. Dodger's selling, you know. You'll always be a part of the family. You can always come back anytime you want. We'll see you around. And that's when Tito runs outside. Dodger, man, you got to get me away from her. She's crazy. <laughs> and then you hear her, Alonzo, where are you? He's like, oh, man, I'm getting the hell out of here. He's taking off, <laughs> he's taking off the, the, the suit and everything. Okay, Oliver, I'll see you later, man. And he just runs, he bolts. <laughs> and he's running because at this point Fagan's already gone with the rest of the dog. He's like, hey man, wait up for me. <laughs> Again, Cheech Cheech is fantastic in this movie. Yeah, no. Uh, so that that's gonna bring an end to to Oliver and company. And uh, you know, they they basically uh, while it ends with a reprise of Why Should I Worry. But instead yes. of this time it just being Dodger, it's all of the it's all of the dogs singing it together, and that's sort of how the movie ends. They do say that they're gonna visit Oliver from time to time, but Oliver is now happily living with with Jenny, yeah. and yeah, no, a really really good movie. I I highly highly enjoyed it. What are your overall thoughts, and what what rating would you give it? I, I I really liked it. I thought it was much better than I remember. But again, it's been like twenty years. For such a short film, it was it was really good. It you know had a good start and a and a really good end chase scene and everything and crazy for the death that we see in this movie. Yep. <laughs> and Tito is just fucking fantastic in this movie. <laughs> yeah, Cheech is like I don't know. I'm pretty sure you could tell I love doing that little voice that he does. Yes, there. yes. <laughs> but no, it, it was great. I'd give it a solid eight. Fair. I mean, you said you remember it. You, it was better than you remember going into this. I thought, you know what? It wasn't as good as I remember as a kid. I loved this as a kid, but I, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I think why I didn't enjoy it as much is because, like you said, it's a lot shorter than either of us remember. It, yeah, like as a kid, you, you think you think it's a long movie, but rewatching it, it's really not. But yeah, I think I think I'm gonna have to to go with you on this one and give it an eight. It's a solid movie. It has one of the one of the best deaths and most violent deaths <laughs> in a Disney animated film. Like even Scar, Scar dies from falling, right? Yeah, just just like no, does he? No, he doesn't because he gets left to the hyenas. Oh, right, right, I right. I keep thinking he. I th- keep. I keep thinking him and Mufasa both ended up falling off the cliff. But yeah, no, he gets. He gets left to. But we don't see the hyenas kill him. 
So yeah, exactly. We don't you don't see the hyenas kill him, but in, the, in theory but, yeah. that could have been the most violent death. But th- this movie is definitely the most violent death that I can that I can think of. So yeah, solid so, solid eight. I love the music. Yeah, Billy Joel. This is as far as I know, this is the only acting role Billy Joel has had, other than roles where he plays himself in a guest appearance, but like actually playing a different character, playing a character. This this is the only acting credit for Billy Joel as far as I as far as I can remember. It was a great cast, but yeah, just a uh, a solid eight, a very very solid eight. I would have yeah. I would have liked to have seen what they could have done if they had made it a little bit longer. I don't know if it's perfect at the length it is, or if they were given a bit more time. What they could have what they could have added and and, and improved upon the story. So. Because of the shortness, I'll I'll give it an eight. Yeah, no, that's true. What's you know, like we talk about how like crazy the death this is. Looking up uh, again, doing some research on this. Apparently, this movie was actually a lot darker. Origin in in the like original first draft of the movie, it was a lot darker than what than what we got. So I'm like, well, all right, <laughs> it's kind of interesting. This is and this was the first one under um, Eisner and Katzenberg, wasn't it? No, Great Mouse Detective would have been because they both came in about 84, 85. Oh, right, 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 right. That's right, that's right, that's right. They, they, came, in, they, they came in sort of halfway through the production of Black Cauldron. Because Black, yeah, yeah. Black Cauldron is where Katzenberg told the animators that they could edit the film. Yeah, well, I mean, actually, well, just looking at a quick thing here, it says, first one to begin production under the supervision of Chief Executive Op- Officer Mike Leiser and Chairman Jeffrey Katzenberg. Okay, so the first one to begin production. Yeah, because it takes about three three years from... So, I mean, Great Mouse Detective, they probably would have been working on in 83. They would have started production mm-hmm. on that in 83, just before Eisner and them came in. So, yeah. Yeah, and I can't remember if anything came out in '87. I don't. No, I think this was this was the start of the one a year. Ones. Yeah, yeah. Or sorry, this, great, great mouse detective. Yeah, no, yeah. This would have been start of once a year. Yeah, unless Brave Little Toaster was '87, but I think that was yeah. I, that might have been '87. I don't even. I don't even think I've ever seen that. But yeah, so that that sounds accurate. The first the first one where the production actually started, because yeah, Great Mouse Detective would even though they saw through the majority of the film, production would have started in about eighty three before they before they came in. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that makes sense then. But yeah, that's that's gonna wrap it up for another edition of the Ocho and Ortiz Disney Podcast. Like we said off the bat, guys. You can follow us on social media, facebook.com slash Ocho and Ortiz Disney Pod, Instagram at Ocho and Ortiz Disney Pod, on Twitter at Ocho Ortiz Disney, or on TikTok, just search for Ocho and Ortiz Disney Pod. I think that's what it's under. And you can listen to us on most major podcasts and platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and of course, our main source of uploading is Podbean. Ocho and Ortiz, sorry, Ocho and Ortiz Disney Pod dot Podbean dot com. Thank you guys. Thank you everybody that's gotten us to over two hundred downloads on Podbean already. By the time this episode comes out, I'm sh- I'm positive that will be over two hundred and fifty downloads. So thank you. Keep listening to these shows. Keep keep sharing them. Leave us some comments. Leave us likes. Follow us. We greatly appreciate it. Subscribe to us. Again, apologies for no video podcast this week. We'll be back up and running on our next episode in two weeks' time. By the time this this podcast releases on August the 9th, the Howard documentary on Disney Plus will have been released. That comes out August 7th. So please, please, please check out the Howard Ashman documentary, Howard, on Disney Plus once it releases because that's going to be amazing, and he gave us so many great songs from our childhood, including the opening song in in Oliver and Company. And don't forget to become our patron on Patreon, patreon.com slash Ocho and Ortiz Disney Pod. We are going to be doing monthly giveaways, and for the first month only, every 
person that donates, no matter what tier you donate in, whether it's the $1, $3, $5, $10, $20 tier, every single person that, that subscribes to our Patreon in the month of August is going to be eligible for the giveaway at the end of the month. The giveaway, our first giveaway is going to be a 1000 piece puzzle of 101 Dalmatians. So for the first month only, everybody, no matter what your pledge is, is going to be entered into that draw. After the first month, it's going to be exclusive to people that pledge on the $3 tier or higher. But for the first month, you can get in for a dollar and be entered to win that. Now, having said that, Josh, do you have any final words before we go? I just want to say thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, thanks for getting us to over 200. Like, that was in the when we first saw that, when we talked about that, I think we talked about that the last episode. I don't remember if we did. No, because um, I don't think I had seen the numbers yet. Okay, yeah. We may no, have, like, but I can't remember. It was it was our first, like, we got to 200 in our first 10 episodes. Like, that's... For us, that's, that's, that's huge. That's, yeah, that's really huge for us. So, you know, thanks everybody who's listening, downloading, and again, like, we love doing this podcast. We'll be... We'll, I love doing this podcast. We both love Disney and, you know, we're going to have a lot more content from Disney coming for sure. Yeah. And we're working on getting some interviews. Hopefully those will, will come through. And as always, guys, whether you're listening to this in the morning, the afternoon, the evening, whatever time of day it is, where you are, when you're listening, we thank you for listening. We appreciate you listening and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. I can hear you now, yeah. I don't know what happened before. Like, you were coming in fine, and then all of a sudden, it was just, like, nothing. That's really weird. Yeah, that is really weird. <laughs> Again, I don't know what the fuck happened with Skype. It's like, it's not installed. I'm like, what do you mean it's not installed? The fuck? <laughs> yeah, a lot, apparently a lot of issues tonight for both of us. Yeah, really, eh? All right, well, I know it's almost late, so let's uh, let's not wasting time let's just cut to the chase so we're gonna talk about disney instead oh wait hang on it was gonna be <laughs> oliver and company and <laughs> unless you just want to like do some random shit no 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 no. we can do oliver and company i mean i just finished watching it again so i mean like we can do oliver and company we can do anything you want i talked to bob about doing another parks episode soon ish nice right nice because i kind of want to get and like i really want to bring him on because i kind of want to get his perspective opinion perspective of how things are down there yeah right? yeah so i mean i'm i'm not gonna lie i'm i am probably gonna go into universal a little bit just because i know they have been open longer and they're they're doing different things in disney but i know he's going soon so i'm gonna wait until he's done until he's gone to talk about it fair fair yeah yeah so uh one more thing before we actually start though so uh, you know how pissed off I was, eh, about that uh, thing? Which the howling horn noise? Yeah, yeah. I was so mad, Dave. <laughs> so fucking mad, okay. And it, it's funny because I saw that you posted on uh, things Bob's uh, thing, right? Yeah, and like Josh. Josh I was I was trying to tag you on that, but it wasn't letting me, so I just had to put your name instead. The best part is, is he didn't even know about it until I told him. Because <laughs> I messaged him like I'm pissed off now, and he's like, "Why?" And then I sent him that picture, and he's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> like, legitimately, they put up the fucking the store, the tribute store, the Halloween Horror Night store, the the facade for it, and the, I was seeing so many different things of like licensing that they were that they were like they were applying for different things for for the houses and the house construction. I think had already started, and they were st up until like 
at least Wednesday or Thursday, they were still doing interviews for the scare actors and everything. And then Friday, all of a sudden, hey, yeah, it's not <laughs> happening. They were still selling tickets on Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday Wednesday was the cutoff date of the buy one, get one free. Yeah. So every, everyone's like, all right, Thursday, we're going to get an announcement of something. And Thursday, they took down the buy one, get one free. But everybody knew that was already going to happen, right? Yeah. We were expecting, you know, the 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 rest of the tickets to go on sale. You know, regular price tickets, the the packages, this and that. And so that's what everybody's. That's why I didn't buy tickets. I was waiting for that. And then Friday, hey, we've decided to cancel it. Like, fuck you. <laughs> but I'm still fifty fifty on if I'm gonna go to Florida because I just I want a fucking vacation. Yeah. I want to do I want to do something. And, you know, Florida's always a good thing to do. Or. I say Japan in December. That and would, that would uh, be cool. But having said that, let's uh let's get into some Oliver and Company. Right. 